Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. Nope, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman. And this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be. So every week, we try to make it a little more friendly, a little more fun. I play a game with a guest or a team of guests who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestants. And as we go, I assign my guests points based on how much their answers to the questions I made up for them cheer me up. It's very simple and very pleasant. Then at the end, the winners each receive a $100 donation or contribution to the charity or aid cause of their choice. And we all give a pep talk to someone that we think needs or deserves it this week. Because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. My guests today are two of my favorite writers. Casey Johnston is the author of the newsletter, She's a Beast, about strength training and having a human body. Ashley Feinberg is the author of the newsletter, Trashberg, which I categorize as a series of sometimes disturbing newsworthy investigations, both currently (laughs) available for subscription on Substack. Welcome to the show, Casey and Ashley. Thanks. That's a great description. I'm going to start using that. Please. Yeah, you got to steal that outright. It's much better than what I've been saying. <laughs> what have you been saying? <laughs> Just things I hate. <laughs> things I hate or that I think are funny, which which offers no information to anybody. Sometimes the best way of doing these things is getting a friend to tell you what it is that you yeah. do or something is yeah. about. That's really helpful to me a Thanks, lot. Josh. Yeah, no problem. This is, this is what I'm here for. I'm here we're all, to... We're already on, uh, on, on the upswing. To blur, I'm here to blurb your newsletter and cheer you up. <laughs> I do. I do. You ever have the thing where you're like a friend is you have to like write a bio for something and you just like call someone and you're like, "What am I like? I have no idea." <laughs> um, I actually literally just had to write a bio and I had to ask three different people what things about my work history are relevant to anything. Mm-hmm. I just impossible. <laughs> I just find it impossible to assess myself on any any level. Whether like yeah. good or bad. I know. It doesn't matter what I think of me. What do you think of me? Oh, you know? that's how I feel about me to a level that is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's the basis of all the poor decisions I've ever made in my life. Let's jump into this week's game. Our game this week is called Good News, Rad News. As journalists and newsletter writers, you two are experts in the news. I'm going to ask a series of questions about only positive news. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Ashley and Casey, are you ready to play Good News, Rad News? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Let's start here. First question. Who in the world do you trust most as a source of news, whether it's international politics or just, like, local gossip? Who is your most trusted news source? I thought it wasn't for a long time because what I found is that I couldn't think of a single person I would, like, trust (laughs) without question. I know. What if you don't trust anyone at all? The closest I got to an answer was, like, TMZ, but specifically about celebrity death. Yes. They are really on point. It's, like, eerie. Yeah. They're like that horse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you mean you mean uh, the four horsemen? No, I mean the horse that they bring into that one hospital to comfort people who are about to die. Oh, oh, what? they are the horse. What? Are oh my ta- god, uh, Ashley, a- you've seen this story. They have like a kind of palliative care hospice horse. Yeah, horse that they bring in. <laughs> To people who are dying as a as like a nice well, last. Love that? That's not what I want to see when I'm <laughs> well, dying. Well, maybe it's not what everyone wants, but like people who like horses, who wouldn't want a horse right next to them when they die? Hospital? No, they Why do. Not? 
But it's a sterile environment. Oh my god! You I mean, clean look, a horse. how much does it matter how sterile it is if you're minutes away from death? That's a really That's, good point as well. I mean, you never know. There's, there's miracle turnarounds. That's true. <laughs> like, hey, your your vitals were really improving until this horse, until the horse came brought MRSA in, in. We're so sorry. You have a horsa infection. <laughs> or you get cured by the presence of the horse because you see a reason to keep going, but then the horse kills you <laughs> through its insan- unsanitariness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, I guess the more popular one is like, some, sometimes you'll hear about, like, a cat that sits on your bed, right? Like, in a nursing home, and that That cat, means you're about to die. That's what I'm talking God. about, yeah. yeah. A TMZ, but TMZ <laughs> knows after it happens, but very yes, quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I will not believe anything until I see that TMZ has confirmed it. Specifically for celebrity deaths. Everything else, I mean, no, but... Right, that, that is... It is really weird that so many, that there's this thing about TMZ where you're like, oh, it's like so gossipy and like it's people's business that we don't need to know and they're really exploitive and and like these celebrities are humans. But it's like if you see a tweet that's like, author Dave Barry died, you're like, until it shows up on TMZ, Dave Barry's still alive, (laughs) writing his delightful weekly columns. Oh my God. I don't know why Dave Barry is my idea. Yeah, I know. Why did that leap to mind so quickly? What, what, what do you know about Dave Barry's health? I don't know. I don't even Where know. Where is Dave Barry right now? Not here. Not no. here. I, Dave Barry, if you want to come on the podcast, you're more than welcome. I know. Dave Barry, if you can still hear us, if you're still alive, a good way to prove it would be to come on the podcast. And stay away from farms. Stay yeah. away from farms. I don't know that any horse, <laughs> I don't know that being around <laughs> no, any horse sure means you're about to die. They're all, they're all when you horses, see like, any um, horse. <laughs> there's no real difference between horses. That's one belief I have. That so, I you're, to so you're saying with. you've taken this thing that you didn't know about 180 <laughs> seconds ago and you've taken that to mean when you see a horse it means and you're about to die. Overextended. It's called deductive reasoning. I really racked my brain on this question. However, I do have to come back to there's like nobody that I do really trust. But I feel like this will sound corny. My best answer is Ashley and Ashley's stories. (laughs) That's so nice. Thanks, buddy. It is nice, but it's like Ashley goes so far out on limbs with the stories that she does that you know she wouldn't be saying. And she also, she substantiates things in a way that's, Resonates with me, I think, like sort of cross-checking Instagrams and Twitter follows and so forth. This is the nicest thing you ever said to me. I think it's just, it's, there's, I would never look at an Ashley story and be like, there's no way this is true. Every story I'm like fully on board, would defend it to anybody. (laughs) Mitt Romney's fake Twitter is 100% real to me. People can ask their questions, but he, in he, my he, mind... He confirmed it. Did he confirm it? Okay, yeah. we'll see. Ashley, you are... You're like TMZ for people who are still alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These are such good answers. Honestly, first of all, Ashley, great call. TMZ talking about celebrity deaths, super on point. Thank you so much. Casey, deeply heartwarming that you chose Ashley as the person... As your most trusted news source. Yes. Wow. I know, I was going to be a lot meaner to you throughout this whole thing, and now I, and now I have to pull back. <laughs> I she... had to cut you off at the knees so you couldn't do anything. Casey's just me. buttering you up for later in the game. <laughs> yeah. 
I have you right where I want you. <laughs> I remind you, you two are playing on the same team. I don't believe that. That doesn't matter to us. Okay. No, we're not. Okay. That's not, that's not how games work. That's fair. Well, it's this, a bitter battle to the death. Just incredible answers. Your answers are worth 637 points. For each or? Total. Okay. <laughs> Next question. What rumor or falsehood that you've heard over the course of your life do you most wish were true? Okay, I want to be, but I want to be clear, it's not a falsehood, but it okay. is a rumor. Okay. Conspiracy, if you will. I want it to be not just true, but universally known as the dominant narrative mm-hmm. that uh, the CIA killed JFK. Mostly because... I want many of the men in my life to be at peace mentally about it <laughs> because they they get so worked up about how the CIA killed JFK. And they did, though. causes them great stress to, well, like laying aside the facts, having it be a question is very upsetting to many people. I would like to just let it, I would like it to be laid to rest. You just want case closed, peace of mind for the men in your life mm-hmm. who are like, this guy's a patsy, obviously. <laughs> yes, I've heard so much. I think this was a thing people got into over the pandemic was, it was sort of refreshed interest in, in this. I mean, there'd be like 20 subreddits that would just have no pur- more purpose in life for all of its members. Yes, that's true. I just, And yeah, I gotta say, I, I, it, it all, much of it sounds plausible. To me, I haven't read any of the actual source material, but from what these friends tell me... <laughs> I don't know me, any of the facts, but I believe them. No, yeah, right. I mean, yes, this goes against me trusting anyone, but I, I trust you- the facts. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do your own research. Yes. <laughs> I've done my own research, a.k.a. talking to several people casually at parties, mm-hmm. and the conclusion I've drawn is that the CIA killed JFK. The, the portrait of your social life over the past year and a half that this answer paints is yes. just that every once in a while during the pandemic, you meet up with quote-unquote men, unidentified men, <laughs> to talk about the JFK assassination. I mean, it's just one of those things that you would be astonished that, like, you think somebody looks completely normal and then, like, someone mentions... JFK, and suddenly they know all of these facts about, like, no one ever, his brain was never recovered. There were this many bullet his holes. Brain was person never on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Um, and Ashley, do you have a different answer or the, or the same I answer? I do, I do. Uh, so there's, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the website crazydaysandnights.net. Great site. <laughs> Not at all. My um, only so it, source for blinds. It's a, it's a blind item. It just has a bunch of blind items. And, like, he says in the, like, about page or, like, somewhere that he makes just, like, a lot of it up. He just like, openly admits that. But some of it's real. But there was one <laughs> one one entry that I just, like, it, when I read it, it just sounded like the most correct thing to me I've ever heard in my life. It says, The authorities have intercepted correspondence between two people a young Ford woman who has been in the news a lot the last few years for speaking her mind on a particular problem and an infamous individual whose time in the public eye was before she was born. The infamous individual wrote something a long time ago that became public that the young woman agrees with. She has been discussing both theory and implementation with him in the letters, and then they eventually revealed revealed it, quote-unquote, that it was Greta Thunberg and uh, Ted Kaczynski. (laughs) And it it just sounds so... 
correct to me. Like I've I've never just like felt something deep within me so strongly as being true. I mean, I feel like no disrespect to Greta. I think it's Toonberry. Toonberry? Greta Toonberry and no uh. respect to Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> but I totally see them vibing. It's so funny. It's the funniest possible combination of people that I like I would never and it would take me forever to come up with like a combination this perfect. I do think it is a real unexpected Shrek and Donkey type pairing. <laughs> Yeah, that's all about who's who in that scenario. This is a reference directed <laughs> right at Ashley for the record. Donkey. Are, are you what? going just by size or by disposition? Uh, no, I mean disposition more so. <laughs> I mean, she. I guess she can see. Well, yeah. I mean, she she's more optimistic than Shrek ever was in the beginning of the film. Greta Greta Thunberg <laughs> is much more optimistic than Shrek. Speaking as an expert yeah. on the on the classic film Shrek. So I guess yeah, I guess. By default, she would be Donkey and, and Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Yeah, he, he lives in a hut in the middle of, like, nowhere, away from people. Okay. Well, not okay. anymore, he doesn't, but he did. These are great answers. Uh, the thing Casey said, which I almost forgot because I was so blown away by this <laughs> thing that Ashley said. But JFK assassination perpetrated by the CIA. Blind item saying that Greta Thunberg and Ted Kaczynski are... Pen pals, I pen guess. Pals. Very active pen pals. Active yes. pen pals. You don't, first of all, you don't want to be getting mail from him. Why not? Why I not? know. <laughs> Ashley, why not? That's a Maybe really good email. point. Maybe it's email. You can't, yeah. like, like you said over email, like a Trojan yeah. horse. I, don't, like, I would, that's bad I would insist. You'd be like, give me your address. We are, we're pen pals. I'd be like, nah. Fool <laughs> 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 me once, you almost bomber. got me. You <laughs> almost got me. <laughs> Gosh, this answer is worth 700 points. Huge answer. Next question. If you could wake up tomorrow and see any headline above the fold on the front page of the New York Times, what would you pick as the headline? I would have to say, climate change is over, climate completely normal. <laughs> That's my... I think that would that would do it. For climate me, change is personally. over. I mean, period. Climate completely normal. Yes, the subhead could subhead be climate, climate completely, completely normal. normal. You climate could swap normal them. now. They're free to they're free to workshop this, but the the gist yep. I think is is what I'm after. That's a good one. I think that would be very mm-hmm. a real relief to read. Because even yeah, even if you think- read climate change is over, right? You'd still be like, oh, but at the at the climate we have now. Is that still going to destroy our ice caps and raise sea levels? And then you see the subhead and you're like, oh, thank God, climate completely normal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It just went back to normal. We no longer have to worry. Well, I feel like that's like the, the that Twilight Zone episode, you know, where like they're getting closer and closer to the sun. And then oh, yeah. at the end, she wakes up and it was a dream, but they're actually getting further and further from the sun. Ah, shit. Oh, my God. I forgot that was the ending. I remember that episode, though. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. Oh my god! There were so many Twilight Zones where it was where the ending was just like psych. <laughs> like I know that's the premise. Of the, show. the show should have been called Psych. I know there's a different show called Psych. There was a show called but Psych, but this deserves it more. <laughs> no, yeah, there were so many episodes where it was like you don't even need to make it a cheap, bleak plot twist, and then they did yeah. anyway. But like some of them, like, like the one, the one where the guy steps on his yes. glasses when he's like. Like yeah. I, that was a good ending for me because I hated that that bitch so much. <laughs> Aww. You're like, 
He was like, I like, love that episode, and I have nothing but good and pure feelings for that he was guy. So obnoxious about the entire thing. Like, I wanted him to be punished. Now he just wants to read his book. Let him read. He was real, real annoying about it. This is so funny because he has one thing that he wants in life, and it's to read a book. That How, learn, why would you deny somebody that one small joy? Try to understand. I oh love your very real disagreement about this. This does not. <laughs> I'm looking into both of your eyes. This is not a bit, <laughs> Ashley. You no. hate the guy from the I'm Twilight really, really Zone episode like "Time him. Enough at Last," where he. I yes. thought he was the villain for until like at the end. <laughs> I thought you were going to say until Casey brought him up just now. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm, I'm performing. Yeah, he, um, he, the, it's about a, there's like a, what, the apocalypse basically? And he's just like, he's like, oh, I finally have time uh, to read my books. Was no, the apocalypse like or was time, everyone freezes? Everyone freezes. Yeah, oh, oh, time oh, freezes right. for some right. reason. And he like does like, it a bunch, sick. but then he breaks it and it gets stuck, uh, frozen. And then he steps on yeah. his glasses. He was like, read. oh, there's yeah. finally time. I can read my books. I don't have to, uh, whatever, um, do my yeah, bank do job. Do his bank job. He's even, like, I, if I recall, in the last scene, like, at a library, yes. and maybe, like, the library's blown mm-hmm. out, and there's, like, books everywhere, so he's surrounded yeah, by books, like, and he's like, oh, my books. God, my the best possible scenario for me, who only humbly wants to read yeah, my bitch. book and be in there peace. There must be other and then glasses, glasses somewhere. That's a good I, point. I, th- I mean, how's, how's he going to find them? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> go, go to, that's true. That's true. That's true. They were like real big glasses. Seemed like special orders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, okay, so I restart time. I order the glasses. I wait three more weeks. I stop time again. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, I don't even like sending stuff back if I order it online and it's the wrong size. Never mind restarting time and then stopping it again. Yes, yes. It's a bit of an ask, especially for somebody who only wants to be left alone to read his book in peace. (laughs) I mean, I just relate to him so much. No, you don't. Sure, I do. I don't think you understand (laughs) what really motivates. Wait, what do you think really motivates him? (laughs) Just, just antisocial spite. And, and dis, disregard for his fellow humans. You think he's like a vile misanthrope. Yes. I, he, he, they're, they're, I just, he also just like very like whiny mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, <laughs> I think he brings his, his dissatisfaction on himself. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I haven't seen the episode no, in a me while. Either. Maybe I should I haven't rewatch either, it. Like, I've always, he's, he, he specifically has stuck with me. We're both going to watch it and like, I will learn he's pettier and more annoying than I thought. And Ashley will, I will learn, learn he's more sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, he did. He just wanted to read his book. That's what I think. I agree. Also, I watch me step on my glasses tonight. I've like dropped oh. glasses <laughs> a lot. I've never just like fully crushed them underfoot it seems in my to excitement yeah. to read a book. Maybe maybe back then they were more brittle. I bet they were. I bet they were like thicker glass. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are some kind of polymer, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Warby Parker. Shout out to Warby, Warby Parker. Parker. That that whoever. should be the end of that episode, right? They should do one of those ads. <laughs> oh, Warby Parker by. commercial. Yep. Oh my god, how have they not done that? Get the rights right. to time enough at last. Because there's like f- fucking Fred Fred Astaire vacuuming or whatever. You can get time enough at last, and the guy steps in the glasses, and then he looks down, and they're indestructible, and he's like, "Hell yeah, time to finally read House of Leaves." I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> He would never read House of Leaves. Yeah. I bet that guy would love House of Leaves. No, I like House of Leaves. <laughs> <laughs> House of Leaves. 
House of Leaves is for Ashley only, who is, by the way, not a misanthrope who wants, who doesn't care about other people. I love my fellow man, which is why I would never stop time because I want them to live their lives. Okay. That's fair. Thank you. Look, regardless of whether this man is the villain or the tragic hero of that Twilight Zone episode, this is a great answer. Everyone would like the climate to be completely normal. Uh, This answer is worth 812 points for how many degrees the Earth will be if we continue our current climate policy. Final question. Mm -hmm. Newspapers love to give themselves lofty headlines like democracy dies in darkness or all the news that's fit to print or whatever. They really like to sell how important their news is. If you had to give your own newsletter a wildly self-aggrandizing slogan, motto, what would it be? Believe me or don't, it's your funeral. Believe me or die is mine, actually. <laughs> okay, you can't just take mine and make it a well, little that's worse. Thought, that's where I thought you were going, and, and I thought that was no. better, and so... <laughs> that's not better. Believe, believe me or die is mine. I have a clearly superior... I don't even know what you call this. Motto? You can't say yours on, like, a tote bag. Yes, that would totally fit in a If you think bag. democracy dies in darkness, you, you fit this. Actually, what, again, I'd stop listening after. You're picturing like a fanny pack. <laughs> it's it's believe me or don't, semicolon. It's yeah, your see, funeral. You, you keep interrupting me. <laughs> 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 the end of it. Um, believe me or die. <laughs> I don't want anyone to die. The death uh, is the death is sort of implied. Wait, with hold mine. on. It's a little more no, subtle. Casey, it's pretty explicit. <laughs> I'm I'm only saying. What else would this person be doing at their choo- funeral? It's, it's just saying you're you're allowed to choose your route in life, whether that has to do with what I'm saying or is death or not. Well, okay, maybe this is a question that I have. When people say your funeral, are they are they saying like? That decision is going to kill you? I think it is hyperbolic, but I mean, that okay. is the implication. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's an idiom. It's not supposed to be taken. Well, no, I don't necessarily mean, like, is it literal, but are they saying, like... That's what the... This is going, like, it just means going like, to have it, the it, worst it, possible consequences. They're saying you're the one who's going to have to deal with the consequences. Yes. But now that I think about okay, it... Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying literally you're going to die if you don't <laughs> listen to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> This is all my point. This is the point that I am making. Um, so, Casey, like, you're kind of... I like that they're very similar, but one is very literal and the other is kind well, of figurative. But it's also... These also I mean, she definitely about just about stole the, yours. That's definitely true. But that's, these aren't like, that is not against the rules. <laughs> uh, these aren't, like, douchey enough. To like, like, I, I feel like the... Believe right, me like, or die is pretty douchey. Well, I was like, a light in the storm. Like, oh, a light in the storm is really okay, funny. That's, lof- that's lofty. And then in parentheses, the, the storm is Congress. Yeah, so to make it clear what I'm talking about. This is a great answer. This answer, gosh, delightful. I I love the synergy. I love you working together, or as Casey would call it, stealing (laughs) your answer. And that's yes, I was gonna say that's not what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) But I I I love the the outcome of it. I think it's the the it's not the nope, that's the wrong I was gonna say it's not the journey, it's the destination, which is not a saying, but it is what I meant. <laughs> that's I a saying. saying. That's totally a saying. Is it? It's not about the journey, it's the destination. Yeah. No, that's not the, what they say. The, they say the opposite of that. No, I know. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, so they're like, like oh, it's, yeah, I guess uh, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
It sounds better, whatever. The, it yeah, does. Care. Sometimes it is about the destination. Well, Machiavelli would say it's about the I mean, like, if you're so going like, to, if you're, like, going to the hospital, <laughs> it's about the destination. <laughs> it's very much about the destination. You're not like, wow, hey, we learned so much on the way to this hospital. We learned how Unless, much blood can come out of a foot. And then yeah. as you're in the hospital room, they just lead a horse in. <laughs> I would leave that hospital immediately, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. The horse I'd follows like, you out that of the hospital. That horse thinks I'm going to die. And all I wanted was to pee out of my finger. <laughs> Here's You would need such strong muscles because you'd be working against gravity. Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely. This final answer, believe me or don't, it's your funeral. And believe me or die. Great. I love it. <laughs> This is worth 817 points. Oh, wow. You got Yeah. Yeah. Huge. That brings your total score for today's game of Good News, Rad News to 2,966 points. The highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Incredible. Uh, just a huge score for two incredible champions. As this week's champions, you have each received a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? We had agreed on a place, which was the the West Fund, which uh, supports abortion access in, in Texas. That's a great a great choice and, and very necessary, especially at this point okay. in history, which is a horrible one. I will put the money for the West Fund in the show notes if anybody wants to make a donation of their own. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. And now our final segment, the pep talks. We will each give a pep talk to someone or a group that we think might need it or deserve it this week. My pep talk is for people whose deaths become punny headlines in the New York Post. That's rough. First of all, condolences. <laughs> if you're one of those people who perishes by falling into an open sewer grate and the Post publishes a headline like, he had his whole life ahead of him and spells whole H-O-L-E. Oh my Ugh. God. <laughs> or maybe you got pushed in front of the L train and the headline was, L of a way to go. Oh Either way, God. it's undignified and it's unkind. You lived a whole human life and at the end, it was reduced to wordplay about your death. It doesn't matter to the New York Post what you'd accomplished, who loved you, what you stood for. As soon as you fall off the Staten Island Ferry to an untimely demise, all that matters to some people is the headline, this guy boat the farm. But that's not who you are. You matter to people. You aren't just your worst moment, even if that's what the public sees. And that's true during your life as well. There's much more to you than meets the eyes of strangers. A full iceberg of humanity lurking beneath the tip of every interaction. So all that is to say, you contain multitudes. Even if you are a manager of an animal sanctuary who is caught in the crossfire during a mob shooting and your obituary begins with the sentence, this time, 
the strays took her home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was was so beautiful. Thank you. I love that the subtext of this pep talk is you could do this job in your sleep. My pep talk is for Casey as she she embarks on giving uh, a larger pep talk to... (laughs) Well, we're going to find out soon, and I personally can't wait to hear what it is because every time Casey puts her mind to something, she accomplishes it. And... Anytime she wants, she she has the warmest smile, and I wish you all could see it right now because she's just glowing on the screen, and uh, she always has the best of intentions, unless it's uh, about not believing her. And I just I want the best for her, and I know she will accomplish it, and I can't wait to see what's in store in the next several seconds. Actually, this that's podcast beautiful. is just two friends supporting each other. <laughs> okay, my my pep talk goes out to you, the people who believe that the CIA killed JFK. <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> We're, the truth, the truth is out there. And the more, the harder you work to substantiate it, the closer you get to success. <laughs> so keep going. You're the only thing that stands between a lie and the reality. This is one of the great pep talks in the history of this podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. These are incredible pep talks. Thank you so much. That has been the show. Casey Johnston and Ashley Feinberg, you have been incredibly powerful and gracious champions. Where can people, (laughs) if they're looking for you, find you and your work? I write a newsletter now called She's a Beast. It's at she'sabeast.substack.com. My Twitter is my name, Casey Johnston. My Instagram is swolewoman. That's S-W-O-L-E, woman. You can read my newsletter at trashberg.com, T-R-A-S-H-B-E-R-G.com. I came up with that, by the way. This is a little known fact. She did, actually. I hated it at first. Many hated it at first. Yeah. <laughs> this was road tested it really, It really takes a while to grow on you. Once it does, it kind of just sticks there. But it emerged the champion, and that's, that's much what like, we should. Much like Casey herself. Yes. Uh, and my Twitter is just my name, Ashley Feinberg. That's it. Tremendous. Well, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.